0: All right, everybody, welcome back into the Six Rings and Football Things podcast here for WEEI and for Odyssey Sports, back with another beat reporter check-in following the Patriots' 21-18 win in Pittsburgh versus the Steelers. Uh, gets them to 3-10 and on the season, and they will now take on the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday. But first, we're back with, like I said, another beat reporter check-in down here in Foxborough. And joining me today, we have none other than NBC Sports Boston's Patriots insider, Tom Curran, Tom, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, how are we doing today,
1: Mikey boy? I am tremendous. Thank you very much for having me. Big fan. Of course,
0: of I yours. appreciate it. Appreciate uh, appreciate you saying that. Uh, so we are uh, again, as we always do here. Like you know, if, if you listen, state of the Patriots. Uh, they're coming off a mini buy after Thursday. Made the change of quarterback two weeks ago, and uh, Bailey Zappi, Tom actually looked pretty good for at least one half of football. Uh, out in pittsburgh so uh, i would just want to get your thoughts on you know what you make of the change uh, the spark if you will um that that sort of jolted into them and if it means anything moving forward do you think they'll continue to play better do you think he earned you know that starting job moving mm-hmm. forward for the rest of the season and uh just what you make of you know the the move from mac jones to bailey zappy uh coming down the stretch here for the bats
1: yeah i think it's undeniable that there was a bump now why was there a bump why did they play better why were the tackles on when when Connor McDermott so good on high Smith and TJ Watt. um, Because clearly Bailey Zappi was afforded with time. And with that, he did things as opposed to what we saw with Mac Jones, even when he was afforded time, he still didn't look like he was certain what he was looking at and he was pressing. So there was definitely a Bailey bump. I think that a lot of it came perhaps because of, Elevated play from his teammates around him that had nothing to do with it's not traceable to anything. Like they scored a touchdown in this first drive in relief against the Giants as well. Right. Then they didn't score against the Chargers. Then they scored two touchdown drives and one and 11 yarder, but all three were really good throws against, um, help me, Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's very hard. I mean, he didn't have a high bar to clear by any stretch of the imagination, but he was he he was more poised, he showed more pocket awareness, he showed more decisiveness in scrambling. He was able to keep his downfield throws on the grid as opposed right. to hitting the cheerleaders the way Mac had been. He was not more accurate, I don't think, in the short range, but all those other things I would happily take. Could Mac Jones still play better than Bailey Zappi? If all things were equal, yeah. But all things aren't equal because Max got a ready yoke for a brain right now. So go with Bailey Zappi, let him him run. And what I think will be interesting too, Mike, is look at all the quarterbacks who eventually, who are backups, come crashing back. Whether it's Josh Dobbs, whether it's Gardner Minshew a few years ago, we can go on and on with the number of backup quarterbacks who perform well and then crash back. We would probably presume that Tommy DeVito will be the next.
0: Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. That's the one I'm waiting for now.
1: Yeah. So kudos to him, ride it as long as you can establish yourself. If you can, as the reigning number two for the 2024 season. That's his goal.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I'm with you and I think too, and I, I wrote about this, you know, this morning for wei.com, just how, you know, it looks like the Patriots and I wrote it as the Patriots have something in Bailey Zappi And, People took that and ran with it, and, you know, got got all mad to see the word something. But, you know, if you read what I wrote, it was there's a spark and there's something there. And even, you know, whether guys like Dietrich Wise or Jelani Tavai who were asked about it want to admit it or not, you know, there, there was something there. And. People started to gravitate towards him and they played better. And it doesn't mean he should start next season. It doesn't even mean that he earned a right to be on the roster next season. But mm-hmm. there's something there and let you, like you said, ride it out the rest of the way, see if you can put together some wins, you know, save face a little bit for the Patriots, you know, moving into next season. Uh, and that's sort of where I want to, you know, take the conversation next because Patriots on a national stage this past weekend, obviously they played in prime time. And then Army Navy was here, and Pat McAfee's talking to Robert Kraft and telling him he doesn't envy him. And, you know, uh, you know, this this Bill Belichick job status took a little bit of the national forefront. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just with with McAfee talking about it. And you, you spoke on um our Bella Early Edition Monday, uh, Monday night, I believe. And you know, we're kind of talking and you know, speculating, and I guess you know talking about Bill Belichick's job status moving forward into next season and where this team could go. And so Mm -hmm. uh, do you think with, you know, Zappi playing well, with a couple more wins, um, do you think this is, you know, this could have any indication of where the team goes next season? Do you think they need a change? Like what's going to happen? Where's Bill at? Where's this team at, you know, going into 2024?
1: Opinion-wise, I think that I would conclude what I believe the Crafts have concluded already and, you know, Conversations I had coming out of the Indianapolis game and heading into a bye week and then the Giants game and then the Chargers game. So, this was when the Patriots were two and eight, you know, indicated that there would be a change at the end of the season. Now, can that change? Of course it can. How could that change? Well, the chances of it changing would be remote. Right. Team is three and 10, they would have to show. Absolutely massive improvement Just start blowing teams out. I mean, you blow out the Broncos and you blow out the Chiefs and you blow out the Bills and Bailey's happy throwing for 400 a week. <laughs> and All of a sudden, Taequann Thornton looks like A.J. Brown and Keenan Allen all wrapped up in one. But then that gives you pause. But if they maintain to be a team that is, you know, again, the Pittsburgh game, they scored 21, but it was really 14 on drives. They're a team that can't crest 21 points generally, 15 points, 10 points. right? So the results to me, the quarterback situation, the condition of the roster, the swings and misses in free agency from 2021, the draft misses, the coaching staff decisions made, and really the lack of development, Mike, that we're seeing among the players, all that Mm -hmm. trebled by – the fact that Robert Kraft has said innumerable times, I need results.
0: Yep, I want to win. Winning's most important. We want to go to the playoffs. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: So regardless of conversations I had in Indianapolis, it—you know—if you know, if you can't figure out that the Patriots and ownership are exquisitely dissatisfied and going to be making the move, then you probably couldn't find your ass with both hands.
0: <laughs> I, I'm with you. I mean, and people... You know, it's it, every time you mention it, there's a subset of fans that are like they can't fire Bill and they won't do this. And I get it. And, you know, you has you have mentioned this and it's the reason why they didn't fire Bill after the Colts, because it is Bill Belichick. And, you know, you did have a bye week and you could have reset there, but you're not going to do it. You're going to do it with, you know, this honor and respect that everybody wants them to. But at the end of the day, you're right. The results aren't there. The wins aren't there. Kraft wants to win. They're going to do what they want to do to win. He said that on game day. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, obviously. Um but well, we do have the Chiefs. So or were you going to say something? Are you good?
1: No, no. Just, I guess, too, Mike, you know, minds can change. and Yeah, of course. You know, reporting of this nature is tenuous mm-hmm. because it's based on sources and it's based on conversations that you have while things are going on. Um, and especially when a decision is being made later and it's a decision right. made by just, you know, a few, few people. Um, you know, could Bill Belichick be charismatic enough, Mike, to make a case to stick around? Hey, you know what? I, I don't want to leave. And I can do X, Y, and Z, and I can make this happen and that happen. Okay, I don't think those conversations had been had prior to the uh the Indianapolis game. And I don't know if they've been had yet. Mm-hmm. Like we have to figure out what the desires of Bill Belichick are. And that's what I think is really fascinating before we get to the Chiefs in this game is how messy or clean will the breakup right. be? And that that to me is. What's going to drive things. Yeah. Bill Belichick say, yeah, you know what? You're right. Kind of sucked. It's production business. What does he say? How can you be so ungrateful? You thought it was going to happen like that.
0: Yeah. It's fascinating. It's interesting. It's, it's uh, you know, it's why, it's why this team, despite, you know, being three and 10 at the bottom of the AFC continues to be so fascinating in, Mm -hmm. you know, the middle of December. So, um, all right, before I let you go, Tom. Chiefs this weekend, Taylor Swift potentially in town. Uh, Chiefs coming off a two-game losing streak. The, uh, you know, some controversy at the end of the Bills game with the offsides nonsense, which, by the way, the guy was completely offsides. I don't know what Patrick Holmes is yelling about, but uh, still a pretty good Chiefs team. One of the better defenses in football, obviously the best player in football in the homes. Uh, How can the Patriots win this game? Do the Patriots win this game? And uh, if you'd like to, you can give me a final score prediction before I let you go.
1: It's too early in the week for the final score prediction. That's fair. How do the Patriots win the game? Yes. You know, they don't. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. But I said the same thing before Pittsburgh. So, right. And I know Pittsburgh's a horse of a different color, but I also said before the Pittsburgh game, well, yeah, you know, Barry's really going to be screwed here because the Steelers' defense is better than the Chargers' right. defense. And they didn't score any. And they go on, they score 21. So bizarre things can happen. Um, how do they do it? They – Against Kansas City, they obviously profit from turnovers. They find a Kansas City team that's flat and on the road after two disappointing losses. They find an unmotivated Kansas City team. Bill Belichick unearths and uncovers a game plan that really reduces the effectiveness of Travis Kelsey, but also bottles everybody else up. And then they get in the end zone. You know, how often can you trick it up to run Ezekiel Elliott. Did he have 30 touches or 29 the other day? It was it, it was, was close to 30, yeah. Right. It was 29. That's awesome. That's great. I'm excited. I enjoy watching him handle the football. But it's not like, oh, my God, where are we going to find Ezekiel Elliott? Right. It's not like it's Tyreek Hill or like somebody who's really – you know, he's eventually going to run to you, and you're going to hit him. And you can't do that. And have that be the only game in town for your offense. And that's really what Ezekiel Elliott is. So they're going to have to have something ornate. They're going to have to play field position. They're going to have to rely on turnovers. But you and I both know those are all too many. They're going to have to, to expect to get stacked up and get a win.
0: 100%. I'm with you. Um, you can stick around to the podcast feed to listen to my full prediction with Andy uh, later on this week here on Six Rings. Um, Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on with me. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Tom Ekar, and you can obviously read all his stuff, NBC Watch him on NBC Sports on your television uh, and all good things like that. Tom, we appreciate it. Uh continue to listen to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Make sure you rate review, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.